0: And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's a l l b i r d dot code SUPER24.
1: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ditch the clowns on the left
2: and the jokers on the right
1: and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle.
2: This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds.
3: Matt Viser from the Washington Post has a great analysis of President Joe Biden, specifically a four year time period from May of 2015 when his son Bo died and Joe lost his purpose to April of 2019 when he launched a presidential campaign in a very real way, then regained it that marked one of the most trying periods of Biden's life. It was in the newsletter yesterday. It's in all my social media right now. And this is is Matt Visor. Matt, thank you so much for being here. This is, as you point out, the very time period that Republicans in the House who'd like to impeach President Biden are focused upon.
4: That's right. And thank you for having me, Michael. Uh, We looked at this kind of four-year period where Biden um, was contemplating life outside of politics, um, really for the first time in, in uh, more than four decades. Uh, and so we looked at the different things that he was trying to explore, how he thought of this time period, uh, and, and really in the aftermath of tragedy as, as his family was reeling and, and he was reeling from the death of his eldest son, Beau, who, who was really the, the, the future political force in the family. Um, and, and it is, as you point out, the time period where House Republicans have also looked at Um, and and tried to launch investigations into the different things that Joe Biden may have been pursuing. Um, Some of their things have come up empty. So we we really tried to look at the things that Joe Biden actually did do and and the things that he actually did contemplate during this time period.
3: A close associate of the family who spoke to you on the condition of anonymity, quote, everything would have been 180 degrees different, 180 degrees different if Bo Had lived. I don't think that Hunter's life goes off the rails. If Bo wasn't president of the United States now, he'd be on his way. And Joe Biden would never have been president. He would have happily retired. You know, that's kind of at odds with the perception that I think many have that that Joe always wanted it and never would have stopped pursuing it until his dying breath. But there was an alternative plan, which was that Bo would be the political future of the Biden family. That's what your reporting indicates.
4: That's right. And and like in in 2010, you know, in the early part of the Obama administration, uh, they were already sort of planning what Joe Biden would do out out of politics. You know, he he was in the vice presidency and that was seen at the time as the pinnacle of his political career. Um, And they thought about doing different things. He was approached by different people to go into business with him. Um, He wanted to start a foundation. He wanted to write books and give speeches. And he had kind of contemplated a a life of retirement. Um, And and they reevaluated that after Bo's death. And and you'll remember at the time Hillary Clinton is running and and Joe Biden had this address in in the Rose Garden where he decided not to run for, for president. So there was a time period where he thought about running at that time, but was too grief stricken to really get into the race. Well, um, Matt, can I can today. I
3: say that you, you have some new reporting on that specific time period because you point out that Bo died in May of 2015. Hunter and Ashley, Biden's surviving children, spiraled, spiraled into personal crisis. Uh, Hunter's addiction problems are well documented. And then you wrote these words for longer than has been previously reported. Many of those close to Biden clung to the idea that with President Barack Obama leaving office, Biden could still enter the 2016 Democratic primary against Hillary Clinton. Explain.
4: That's right. So late 2015, early 2016, his, his close advisors and his son, Hunter, are sort of still of the mindset that, that maybe he could get into the race. They, they didn't really think that Hillary Clinton was running a good campaign um, they thought that she wasn't handling the email controversy or, or controversies around her speeches very well. And, and they thought Joe Biden could still potentially get into the race, e- even after he's kind of taken a pass o- on it. Um, ultimately, he decides not to get in. Uh, but there was a lot um, kind of late in the, in the primary process that, that, at that time period The idea that maybe he he could he could still mount a a late run against Hillary Clinton. Um, of course he decides not to.
3: So with Bo gone and Joe now having decided he isn't going to run in 2016, he enters this period in his life where he has to go earn a paycheck. You know, I I was saying as I was reading your piece, uh, what was going on in Joe Biden's world. I was reminded of Bruce Springsteen. I saw the Broadway show. And there's a part of the Springsteen show where he says, I made it all up. Uh, I've never held a job in my life. And this is the first Monday through Friday gig that I've ever had. And I was thinking of that because in Biden's case, he said, quote, I've never cashed a paycheck in my whole life. You think I'm joking? I'm not. He didn't know what he should be doing.
4: <laughs> That's right. And, and it, it, it is like in this short time span. He loses his oldest son, and he loses the occupation that he had dedicated his life to and that had really provided the foundation for much of the way that he looked at his life. And, and so he had to figure out what does he want to do. And, and uh, there were opportunities presented to him. Uh, you know, he's a former prominent politician. Um, and, and he had to really construct with some of the advisors that are still with him to this day kind of what, what he wanted to do. Uh, how he wanted to fill his days, and how he wanted to make money. I mean, this also comes at a time period where his family is financially struggling. Uh, Hunter is struggling with addiction and has high bills for his children's tuition and, um, and other things. And, and, and his brother is asking him for money as well. So he, he, he needs to find ways to, to make money. Um, And so he opts for a a book, uh, speeches, foundations, those sorts of things. He did have other lucrative things presented to him that he, he decided against doing.
3: Business was not his forte, nor was it really where his interests lie. You note that his brother and his son were, quote, avidly pursuing foreign business deals. But Biden was more interested in universities and nonprofits, according to emails and the people who consulted with him.
4: That's right, and this also comes at this time where, which gets uh, to where House Republicans have been looking, and and sort of what things that Joe Biden may have done to benefit his son or or his brother. We note in the piece, and it should be noted prominently that this comes at a time period where Joe Biden is out of office. He no longer has a public paycheck uh, or, or a public position to trade upon. So even if he is doing things with his son or his brother. There's nothing improper necessarily about that. Um, and so he does contemplate uh, you know, doing other things. He does a University of Pennsylvania partnership. Uh, he takes on a professorship there. Um, he writes books and, and he gives a, a lot of speeches, but again, is learning lessons from the controversy around Hillary Clinton. Uh, who was giving speeches to Goldman Sachs and, and other financial interests that later became politically perilous for her. So Joe Biden opts not to do those kinds of things. Usually he's at book clubs, or universities, uh, health care conferences and things like that.
3: Uh, Matt, I get calls occasionally from people who say, well, of course he was involved in Hunter or he was involved with his brother because he's got that big beach house in Rehoboth, and how could he have afforded it? He's been on the public payroll for his entire life, as he himself admits. Your reporting points out that he signed a book deal after leaving office that paid him $8 million for three books to be written by he and his wife, Jill, and then, quote, all told, in the two years after he left the vice presidency, he and his wife reported earning $15.6 million according to tax returns that he later made public. How did he make the fifteen point six?
4: So a lot of that are, are the speeches. The, the speeches, he, he, he would earn upwards of $200,000 per speech. Uh, he gave some 70 speeches that we had tallied in, in uh, a couple years ago during that time period. Uh, so speeches were, were the main form of, of income for him. Uh, the book deal also ate million dollars um, that provides half of that of what he was earning in those in that two year time period. But the other half really is, is a lot of those come from from the speeches that he was given giving. Uh, he didn't earn a huge amount from his uh, foundations or his um, partnerships with the University of Pennsylvania. Um, those were not super lucrative for him, but really it was the speeches that that earned him a, a lot of money. Um, and again, we know a lot of this because he, he has uh, provided his tax returns as he ran for president. Uh, so you could sort of tally what income he had and where, what the sources were for it.
3: This is Matt Vizer from The Washington Post writing under the headline, When Joe Biden Lost His Purpose Between His Son's Death and His Presidential Run, Biden Cast About for
2: Meaning. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM.
0: Spring, is that you?
3: are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com.
1: My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive.
5: Through Project UP, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation, with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities.
2: Program listen weekdays at 900 am east on POTUS SiriusXM channel 124 and time on the SiriusXM app.
3: This is Matt Viser from the Washington Post writing under the headline: When Joe Biden Lost His Purpose Between His Son's Death and His Presidential Run, Biden cast about for meaning. What was the mission? What were you seeking to do? I, I love this analysis. I'm taken with all of it. What is it that you were trying to do as you were doing the research and the writing?
4: I think part of it is exploring a a pivotal moment in in President Biden's uh, life and sort of what informed his decisions about running uh, for uh, for office again. Um, It's kind of this this period of turmoil for him and uncertainty, and and it's a a key moment in his life. And I think provides us with a little bit of understanding of how he approached um, the decision to run. Uh, and it also uh, it gets into that area that, that House Republicans are exploring and, and sort of what Joe Biden may have been pursuing at that time. And we noticed in, in reading through a lot of the testimony from people that have come to testify before Congress who've been talking about this time period and, and sort of what what avenues he had considered and what areas he had explored at this moment. Um, And I think it's also hard to um, overstate the impact of Joe Biden's death to Joe Biden and to the family. So that's always been an area that I've been interested in exploring. Well, to the to the
3: GOP house telling, he's the big guy. Right. And he's showing up at Cafe Milano uh, at a certain time or at the Four Seasons in Georgetown to lend credence to the perception that he's involved with Hunter. Um, But that's not the picture I'm getting from you. Not that you're excusing any of that, but rather that you're saying he was having trouble finding his way, didn't know what he wanted to do, wasn't looking to be a business person, and was going more the speaking book and university route.
4: Uh, Because he was presented with options. There's emails from Louis Free, the former FBI director, who wants to go into business with Joe Biden uh, which involved international consulting and representing people around the world. Um, there's no indication that Joe Biden actually seriously considered that that offer, but Louis Free was persistent about it. He considered doing a law group with his sons that would also kind of get into territory of consulting and foreign businesses, and he also didn't decide to do that. So he he, he did have these opportunities, and he was presented with with those. Um, and opted against it and, and took a different path. Um, I, you do point out, I mean, there are areas certainly where he, he is helping Hunter Biden lend credence to Hunter Biden's own foreign business efforts. And, and I think that that is an, a, a worthy area of exploration, and we've done a fair amount of it. Um, but it doesn't necessarily touch on Joe Biden and his own decision making. Um, And what he decided to do himself and what money was flowing into his own bank account. Um, So he may have helped Hunter earn his own money through this perception issue, which I think you can make into a problem. Um, But it is not the same thing uh, as they're pursuing in terms of an impeachment inquiry.
3: Just one paragraph, if I may, on that issue. Hunter and James Biden. That's the president's brother, one of his brothers, teamed up with several associates who would later resurface in House Republicans' investigation of President Biden, including Rob Walker, James Giliar, and Tony Bobulinski. On several occasions, this group tried to use the outgoing vice president's cachet to attract potential partners.
4: So this comes with uh, some of Hunter Biden's associates, uh, James Gilyar, uh and Tony Bobulinski specifically. Who, who, in their own words, are trying to recruit Joe Biden into their business. Because they, and they're the ones who draft the, the 10% for the big guy email. So it's their suggestion to get Joe Biden involved. What we don't have is any indication that Joe Biden actually did get involved and, and that this, this, this deal all eventually collapses and Hunter Biden goes off on his own with his uncle, James Biden, and and sort of cuts Gilyar and and Bobolinsky out of the deal altogether. Um, So it it gets a little complicated, um, but it it is that time period uh, and and some of these people who they're associating with, and Hunter Biden clearly was uh, was pursuing business deals with. Uh, We just don't have an indication that Joe Biden uh, was an active participant in trying to be involved in those deals.
3: OK, wipe the slate clean. Final question. Matt Visor from The Washington Post took a deep dive into a four year time period of Joe Biden's world between May of 2015 and April of 2019 and and found or concluded what?
4: Um, I think concluded, uh, you know, that, that this was a time period where, where Joe Biden was was aimless and searching for, for something. And, and and he ended up in areas that are are not um, it's nuanced, you know, and, and, and different maybe from the perception that we have um, from him pursuing foreign business deals uh, and, and is is reaching uh, sort of a different conclusion.
3: Hey, Matt, thank you so much for writing the piece and your willingness to discuss it with my audience. I really appreciate it.
4: Thanks so much for having me.
3: That's Matt Vizer from The Washington Post, ladies and gentlemen. The time period when Joe Biden lost his purpose and then regained it. Does it make sense to you as just presented by Matt?
2: This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and time on the Sirius XM app.
3: Chris, greetings to you in Minnesota. Hi, what are you thinking?
5: Yeah, I guess your last guest just struck an odd note with me. He was talking about Biden looking for sources of income, and I know most people I know after 65 aren't looking for sources of income, and you'd think with him being in almost 50 years of government service he'd have a Senate pension, a VP pension. his wife was a community college instructor. so it just sounded funny like poor poor Joe, no money, you know.
3: Well, wait a minute I I'm sitting here saying to myself, if I'm Joe and I've and I've built that record of public service and I'm again not here to carry his water, I'd want to cash in on it. Not not by lining my pocket with foreign money, but I'd be looking at a book deal or speaking gigs or, you know, something. Why not?
5: I agree. I agree with that. But what I, if your guest specifically said he was looking for it. I don't know. It just sounded weird. But I agree with the book deals and stuff. It'll be interesting to see if anything else transpires from the foreign uh i don't know I, I i would think it's pretty well hidden you I, know. I thought that it's matt I thought matt, I thought
3: matt i thought matt had a pretty good insight into you know what was going on in his world at large at that time death of a son that tragedy hunter spiraling out of control joe doesn't know what to do The the, the springsteen reference that i made where you know he's he's never had to go out and find a job uh now what's what's he going to do all of a sudden Mary, greetings to you in Red Bank, New Jersey. What are you thinking?
5: Hi. So what I was thinking Hi. is that, um, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. What I was thinking is that Joe Biden is a grandpa, and he's yeah. got to own that, and no one loves you more than your grandpa, and he loves the country, period. Who do you go to when you need money? You go to your grandpa. Who do you go to when you need Um, intelligence your grandpa so that's how i approach when someone says they're pro-trump and i say i just let them know that he's he's really all he really cares about is our country
3: hey speaking of grandpa who's in the car
5: well my grandson wesley
3: (laughs) (laughs) there you go there you go Thank you for that. I appreciate it very much. Drive safely. Jovi in Homer, New York. I hope I did right by your name. Go ahead.
4: Yes, sir. Thank you for the time. Sure. Yeah, um, obviously, the gentleman who he just had on is obviously a big fan of Biden, and I'm, I'm, I'm an independent. Uh, I'm not saying that Biden has done anything wrong, but, you know, there is a lot of smoke to Hunter's business deals. I mean, him calling in, you know, is a little sketchy, to say the least. And for him, you know, especially on the debate stage, saying that, you know, his son never cashed in uh, from China or Russia. Uh, you know, so I think I think I think Joe is probably in part of the business. He may not be directly benefiting, but uh, he he definitely knows more than he said. And in fact, I recall him saying he never spoke to his son about business. And we all know that is an I, absolute lie. I, I
3: agree. I agree with you that that just defies credibility. It defies credibility to think that you're, you're going to show up at a, at a gathering where your son is doing business and yet be totally out of the loop and have no knowledge whatsoever. I don't believe that. Like you, I don't believe that. I also don't believe, however, this is the part where I'll probably lose you. But by the way, thank you, Jovi. I also don't believe that, that Joe was, was lining his pocket uh, with Hunter. I, I think instead what he was trying to do is save him from addiction. And I think that Joe let his guard down. I've said this before, and and half of you agree with me and half of you don't, and that's fine. I've said before that I think that, that Joe's paramount concern was not wanting to lose another child. And if we can only launch Hunter in this business, then we're going to keep him away from a more perilous path of, of drugs and booze. So, yeah, if i got to show up at Cafe Milano in order to to, to help him do that, then I'm going to do it. Even if I know that I shouldn't have him flying on Air Force Two, um, that's what I found about Matt's uh, piece. Brett, quickly from Great Falls, Montana, and thank you for your phone call.
7: Yeah, you betcha. Um, just wanted to say, yeah, Matt Pfizer really came across as uh, as uh, <coughs> biased and uh, carrying water for uh, for Joe Biden, in my opinion. And uh, families like like the Bidens, the uh, dynasty families. Uh, seems like they 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 always need to have one uh one person in the uh the levers of power and then uh you got the rest of the family members uh basically uh with with uh hands out and uh basically sucking up money from uh from foreign governments and uh uh dodgy dodgy business deals so you see that with uh you know with biden with uh romney with uh pelosi they got their kids uh basically on on boards uh for for no reason they don't have any real qualifications so
3: Brett thank you sir appreciate it i feel like we've now heard all sides all vantage points that was good stuff matt viser was good and I appreciated all of your phone calls as well.
2: Hear more of Michael Smirkanish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124.
1: Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app.
2: Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.
1: Michael Smirkanish for Independent Minds.
6: Spring? Is that you? Experience how AllBirds redefines comfort. Visit AllBirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A L L B I R D Code SUPER24.
1: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Archaea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico.